Today, I am going to share with you five helpful tips on how you can get ahead in your finances, even if you're still living paycheck to paycheck. And hey, this might even help you get out of that cycle. Hello and welcome to the It's Pretty Random podcast. I'm your host, Emily Burton, a growing YouTuber, blogger, and now podcaster. Here on the podcast, we're going to be having so many great conversations all about life's greatest hits from self-care and self-love to advice on growing your social media presence. And what could this podcast be without some random episodes thrown in? Please be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast. And if you don't mind, leave me a rate and review. Okay, grab a hot beverage and let's get random, y'all. So let's be honest, it can be super hard not to live paycheck to paycheck when you're working a low-paying or even a medium-paying job. How in the world do you even get started on saving for a down payment for your house or even afford to go on vacations? Like, how are these people my age living the dream? I was like this about a year or two ago, and then I decided enough was enough. I buckled down with my budgeting and I made a plan. And honestly, now we're over where I expected us to be in this moment in time. Whoop, whoop. I am so excited to be sharing these tips with you all today. And like always, I don't have everything figured out, but I figure, hey, why not share what I've figured out if I can help someone out there to prosper their lives, even if it's just a wee bit. Okay, so I have yet to hit the jackpot and just be able to afford to go on a spontaneous trips to the beach or buy a Birkin bag or heck, even a freaking Michael Kors bag. But I have figured out my best way to budget and save money for the investments my partner Chris and I want for our lives. To save money for our future, basically. I started to get into budgeting when Chris and I got our own place about four years ago. Let me just say this. When it comes to bills and even our savings, we split everything 50-50. Right down the middle. That's just easiest for us. I have friends that I know that do their bills and savings totally differently and that works for them you know so that's fine everybody has their own way of budgeting paying their bills whatever especially if you're in a relationship a partnership a marriage whatever it might be how you manage your money is totally up to you if it works for you then great if it doesn't then let me let you in on my little secret i'll admit there are certain times where we have put too much away for savings We're really trying to own a home and get Chris his dream truck. So there are times still that we sort of struggle with our finances. But when we get into those situations, we like to take a step back and use the tips I'm about to share with you to get back on track. Are you ready for it? Are you ready for it? Is that how the Taylor Swift song goes? I don't think it is, but that's, that's what I was referring to. Now I'm embarrassed. Okay, so first of all, research. When I first got interested in budgeting for my future, I did some research before I got started. And that may be why you just happened upon this episode. If you're new here, hello. I am so happy to meet you. Please stick around, subscribe, rate, review, do it. You know you want to. When I began researching, I stumbled upon the Dave Ramsey baby steps method, which seemed like it would work out perfectly for me. Until I actually tried it. So I adjusted it. 
just like I do with everything in my life. I make it work for me. <laughs> Here, let me let me just explain the baby steps method and then I'll add my adjustments to it. Maybe it'll work for you. Maybe you'll have to add your own adjustments, but here we go. So the first step is to save $1,000 for a starter emergency fund. I personally didn't do this to start out with, but I can definitely see where it's beneficial because you just never know what tomorrow is going to bring. Step two is to pay off all debt using the snowball method. Take the lowest balance and pay that off first and then keep going from there. I, I did this to an extent, but I also paid slash am paying off our highest interest debts as well as any special like zero financing for however many months. Basically, if you have to apply for a credit card or any sort of financing option, make sure that it is necessary. Don't just get it to rake in the points or cash back or just because you really want an item. Because let's be honest, sometimes you need that little extra cushion. Take it from me because I was actually able to afford my MacBook because I got a credit card. And with that credit card, they had, I think it's 18 months special financing where you have zero interest and unless you don't pay the MacBook off within the 18 months and then you get racked with all the interest. So, so yes, hi, I'm a hypocrite, but anywho, we're not talking about that today, but, but just take it from me. I love my MacBook. I am very grateful for my MacBook, but would I love it even more if it was already paid off? Oh my god, yes. Step number three is to save three to six months expenses in a fully funded emergency fund. I feel like that was a lot of Fs right there. Fully funded emergency fund. I'm honestly still on step two, but I have sort of adjusted this step to <laughs> something that works for me. I have my bills paid one month in advance. While it's not as safe a bet as having three to six months of bills saved up, it's still something. And if you're able to do this as well, it's going to help take the pressure off of you to get that bill paid before it's due. And it'll help you not to have to worry about any late fees. Does that make any sense? I think it does, kind of. Whatever. If it doesn't, just let me know. Step number four in the baby steps method is to invest 15% of your household income in retirement. Number five is to save for your children's, or for like me, future children's college fund. Number six is to pay off your home early. I want to buy a house first, and then I will work on number six. And number seven is to build wealth and give. Now, he also mentions not purchasing a new car if you don't need to. Like for me, I have a very nice car that I love. It's a 2012 Dodge Avenger and it works for me. I love my car. Like Chris will joke about winning the lottery and buying me a new car and I'm like, but I love my car. Like it just works for me. It's a great car. Nothing's wrong with it. Knock on wood. But it's it's a wonderful car and I love it and I want to keep it. You know what I mean? I, I don't need anything else. I don't need a Tesla. Do I want a Tesla? Yes. Do I want a, a Jeep Wrangler? Uh, yeah. But do I need one? No. Anyway, <laughs> I think I've, I've made the point that I don't plan on purchasing a new car anytime soon. But this kind of goes with our phones too. If you really, really think about it, you're paying a certain price every month to have the brand new iPhone. I'm still on my iPhone X. I think I've had it for three years now, I do believe. Maybe two. It might have been two years. Who knows? I've had it for a couple of years and I just got it paid off. Like literally, I don't know, June it was paid off. 
that's crazy. That's like $40 a month that I've been spending for the last couple of years. I really don't plan on getting a new phone until this one breaks. It's in perfect condition. It's, it's a great phone. You know, I could sell it for a few hundred bucks on Facebook, but I mean, I'd still be paying a, a lot more hundred bucks to get a brand new iPhone when this one suffices me. Does that make any sense? Like, you don't always need the newest, brightest, shiniest stuff, especially when you're trying to save money and budget better. So as I said before, as far as the baby steps method goes, I'm only technically on step two, but if this is something you're interested in, definitely look more into it. I will have some links in the show notes as well as on my YouTube video so that you can check it out for yourself. But research is key to doing anything. If you want to at least have an understanding of something before you dive head first into it, then you need to research. So let's head into my second tip, and that is to treat your savings and your debts as if it's an actual bill. I found it really hard to actually pay off any debt that was impending doom on my finances, as well as putting money into savings. I kept telling myself that I needed that extra money for so-and-so when in actuality it was to fund my shopping addiction. Hi, I'm Emily and I'm a shopaholic. So I took a look deep down in myself and I said no. <laughs> hear that deep voice? No. <laughs> I said no. I started including any debt I had into my bi-weekly budget and I made a goal for myself to reach a certain amount in my savings in a year and divided that by 12 months to get my monthly bill. Did I just like talk way too fast? Did you get that? I hope you did. Basically, I am charging myself for my savings, but this was the only effective way in which I was able to actually start putting some money back. Also, a random tip here is to look for a savings account that is going to make you money. It's almost dumb not to have a high yield savings account if your money is going to just be sitting there. Like, think smarter, not harder. And just so you know, the rates for those types of savings account, they're slowly going down, but so is our like economy and everything else. So just... Just bear with it. I'm, I'm sure they'll go back up. I have hope. That being said, I am now officially debt-free, except for my MacBook, but I am essentially debt-free. Another good re-tip, wow. Another good tip is to sign up for rewards. If you're constantly eating out or using the same gas station when you get gas, then you need to sign up for their reward system. Just trust me. I love to have a Dunkin' Donuts iced latte at least once a week, and I love me some Chick-fil-A, but both of those places can cost a pretty penny. So I signed up for both of their points programs, and I've received free sandwiches and free coffees over time. And speaking of Dunkin', they've been doing free donut Fridays for a while now, and are now starting to have free coffee Mondays. So it's almost like couponing, but better because it's free. But be sure to just look out for deals at your favorite restaurants or your stores or whatever. And it'll just help you to treat yourself while you're saving some moolah. Tip number three is what actually helped me the most. This, it just helps me to be able to see what is actually needed for bills, what I have saved up, and what I have to spend on necessities as well as my wants. And that is to have multiple accounts. If you have anything on auto pay, it's so much more helpful to have all that money in one account 
And the key thing here is you don't use that account for anything else. That way the money will always be there for whatever is automatically coming out and you don't have to worry about overdrafting. Chris actually asked me the other day, why do we have separate savings for everything? And honestly, it's mostly for my sanity and not having to do the math every time I want to check the balance. But (laughs) this is just something that helps me and hopefully it can help you too. So tip number four is to make a budget. This was tough for me and it still is. Uh, Speaking again about Dave Ramsey, he has an app called Every Dollar and it's the Every Dollar Budgeting Method. Basically, it does what it says it does. What you're going to do, you're going to take your paycheck and make a plan for every single dollar on it. You, of course, set aside your bills, your debts, your savings, and then you go into what you can spend on gas, food, eating out, fun activities, etc. And the hardest part is sticking to that plan. I think with the app, you can link your accounts and it does it automatically for you. But I just put it in manually for myself, or I did. It's a good app and useful, but I personally don't use it anymore. Just because that budgeting method was more stressful than helpful for me. But that's not to say that it won't work for you. There is also this method called the cash envelope stuffing. I don't necessarily follow this method because cash is so much easier for me personally to spend. Plus, um, has anybody else heard about the whole, like, cash shortage i don't know if i believe it i don't really believe it because cash has been around for so long but i don't know if this sounds like something that you're interested in then definitely head over to youtube and check into it to see if it's something that you would want to try and tip number five is do not i repeat do not touch your savings I think this is the most important tip I can give you if you're into savings, which if you aren't, you totally should be. Why aren't you? Start saving up for your future. Like, come on, get with the program. But obviously, if you have an emergency fund set up and you get to that point where you need that money, then duh, use it. But personally, I have a savings for our future home. Chris and I have a savings for our future home. And we have touched that account before because we had to like I had some health concerns and I needed it and I used it with the full intention of replacing it like I needed it right around uh tax season like right before tax season hit so I had every single intention of replacing that money with the money that I got back on my taxes but that did not happen I'm just I'm so disappointed in myself. I did get some money back. I had like a little health scare and um, ended up getting some money back and we put that back into the account. But my main advice for this entire episode, if you don't take anything else away, is to fund your savings account and then forget it. Fund it and forget it. (laughs) And you know, here, here's one more tip thrown in for you. It's an extra We're not counting it as a number six. We're just going to call it an extra tip. Um, Any money that you get, like your taxes, birthday and Christmas gifts, your overtime, a bonus, etc. Throw that into paying off any debt. And if you get all your debt paid off, throw some of that money into savings. I'm not going to tell you to throw your whole $50 that your mom gives you for your birthday into your savings account. Because let's be honest, that's for your birthday. It's a time to celebrate yourself. It's a time for self-love and self-care. Go and buy one thing of makeup from Sephora if you want to. Um, But, you know, half it, like, 
give your give yourself a budget even with that extra money and be like okay I got this I'm gonna half it I'm gonna throw it into savings and then the rest I'm gonna spend on myself or blah 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 you know that's that's seriously the best advice I can give you is to just any extra money any money you were not expecting you weren't expecting it in the first place so why not just pretend like it never really all the way showed up you know what I mean you know what I mean you got it so that's all my tips that I have for today I can definitely share more with you all of the things that I do in order to be more diligent with my budgeting and my saving methods. Just let me know if that's something you'd be interested in hearing more about. I'll be honest, I I have thought about doing a budgeting or a plan with me video over on my YouTube channel for a while now, but I just don't know if that's something that would interest my viewers, but I can totally do it if you're a more hands-on learner. You know, just let me know. Before I let you go today, I'm going to leave you with a Bible verse, as always, and it comes from Matthew 6, 21. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. I feel like this was the perfect verse for this week and this podcast just because while it's great and all to build your wealth here on earth, just remember that your actual treasure, your actual wealth is in heaven. So be kind to each other. I'm not done with you yet. If you enjoyed today's episode, please be sure to subscribe to the podcast wherever you are listening and leave me a rate and review. That way I can know exactly what you expect to get out of this thing. Also, please join me over on Instagram at it's pretty random pod, where you can keep up with all the latest episodes and get a little bit of daily encouragement. One more thing, if you want to check out my YouTube channel, please do. I would love to have you there. Just type in Emily Burton and I should pop right up or you can check the show notes for a link. Okay, so that does it for episode number six. I hope you enjoyed it and I hope you have a wonderful week. Thanks for listening. Bye guys.